BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, guys, it's time to pour it out. Welcome to my monthly episode titled Pour It Out, where I get to listen to y'all's voicemails and give unsound advice and this week I thought it would be really fun okay to have my very very close friend who I adore I love being around like literally there are not that many people in the world who I like don't get sick of being around like truly there's like a handful of people he's one of them he is also my hairstylist Bradley Leak. Thank you for coming today. Thanks for having me. And I felt like this would be really fun to do because hairstylists are like who you who you get advice from, who you vent to, who you gossip with. It's if you're a hairstylist, you essentially have to be a therapist. We are therapists, hairstylists, counselors, finance advice givers. We do all the things. No, but truly, like, was there ever a time? I'm just curious because I've never asked you this before, but like when you were deciding like, okay, I want to get into doing hair, like this is what I love, this is my passion, but I don't feel like talking to people all the time. Was that like a concern? Luckily, I've always loved to talk, but I will say some people you definitely do like to talk to more than others. So I've, I've had a few clients sit down and after the first 10 minutes... I'm ready to get out the earplugs. So, you know, some people are easier than others, but. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, I love to talk to you. I have a podcast, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I do all the talking things, but mama really likes her alone time. Mama really likes quiet time. You know, like, I, I don't know that I could actually have a career where every day I had to wake up and fully talk to people. Like, I think that that's like, it's really tough. And that sucks. Like, if you're somebody that's like me like that, and you just happen to be so talented at doing hair, because then you have to suck it up. Now there's a trend going on where you can do a quiet appointment. So Wait, Bradley, (laughs) what if I text you next time? You're like, I love you, but a quiet appointment, please. Like when you put in your Uber preferences yes, and you're like quiet preferred, cool preferred, no luggage. Here's actually a really great story for you. Um, one of my clients, six-year-old daughter, I sat down to cut her hair and she said, hi, Mr. Bradley. No talking, please. No fucking way. <laughs> so you know what? Quiet appointments and or no talking isn't just on the hairstylist. I sometimes. mean, you got to respect her boundaries. Yeah, I, I respected it. That kid's an icon. <laughs> she just wasn't in the mood that day. She said no. <laughs> that is so funny. Do you ever have people who say that to you? That was the first. <laughs> Wait. 
<laughs> that six-year-old really humbled me. Wait, truly? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you can, as a hairstylist, you can pretty well gauge if someone's intrigued and interested in opening up and sharing more about them. And, you know, usually after a few questions here and there, you can kind of sense the vibe and, you know, like, you know what? You're going to read your gossip mag and drink your yeah. Pellegrino and I'm going to... You got to just read the room. Do my thing. Yeah. Totally. It's so funny how, like, glam become your family. You We're there I mean? for all the intimate moments, no, you know? No, it, it's so true. Like, I'll never forget when we first met. It was at NBC Universal. It was the day of the Super Bowl. That was a fateful day for one of my friends. So like a really bad day for one of my friends. And I had to leave early. But that's when I met Bradley. And he did my hair for the first time. He put it in this like uh, Elsa. braided Elsa. <gasps> Whoa. Elsa, you imagine? We did Whoa. an Elsa hairdo. Oh, my God. We I were manifesting your future. Hartford. <laughs> I need to show Hartford those photos. But then ever since then, it was just like, okay, I need him around all the time. Not only did I just love the way that you did my hair, but I just love being around you. And I think that that's, that to me is like sometimes even more important than whether someone's actually good at their job. Like if I want to be around that person all the time. And then, yeah, like your glam become your family and your closest friends because they are there for you and around you. For all of your best moments, sometimes all your worst moments, like they they hear about everything that, you know, you go through. It's you share secrets. It's it's just such an intimate relationship. You know, like I just it's a it's a beautiful thing. Like when people ask me about my wedding day, I'm always like it was literally the most perfect day. Like I was by myself in the morning. I had some breakfast by myself. I did my makeup. Then Bradley came over and like he did my hair. And it was just me and Bradley for it most so of the chill. day. Yeah, it was just so chill. And I'm like, that was like you're part of my Aww. my wedding story. Like my wedding day. When I think of like how I spent the day, like, yeah, Katie and Taylor came eventually to hang out. But like, I don't really even associate that with like part of the way yeah because we were glamming and hanging out for a while by ourselves yeah we were already it's like we were done i think by the time they like yeah. barreled in but also like i don't even think you really look looked at your hair like i did it and i was like okay go take a look and she like went in the mirror and was like looks perfect like she didn't e wasn't even crazy about it it was very wait we should talk about this hold on we should talk about this because remember i had all these ideas for my wedding hair <laughs> princess hair literally was princess hair you guys and bradley thank you for being so honest bradley was like that's gonna be a no like everything you're showing me right now is gonna be a no like you guys it was like bell from beauty and the beast like half up half down with like a fucking bun in it like i was even looking at tiaras at it was some very point. pinterest bride but that's because it was like the only place I was finding inspiration. Yes. I didn't know where else to look. And like, listen, those hairstyles are beautiful, but not when you have a princess dress. Like if I had something like really sleek, I think a princess hairstyle would have been fucking cool. Like the to juxtapose. You that. also got married in like one of the most beautiful and chic places ever. So it was more also like. Let's let the dress and the environment do the talking. Like the glam and the glam. hair is more meant to be just like making you feel like your most gorgeous, simple version of you. Totally. So then he came over and he was like, okay, what about, you know, it's like the way Hailey Bieber did hers. And I'm like, I loved the way Hailey Bieber did her hair, but we are not copycats. We are not copycats. So like, 
I sat with it for a while and I was like, how can we make this different? The Stassi side part. The Stassi side part. And <laughs> so like I texted him one day and I was like, what if we do like the slicked back, the like hair back, messy kind of bun, but we do a side part. And I sent him like a photo of myself in the mirror. I was like, I had done like a makeshift side part. And he was like, yes. I'm like, really? Okay. The fact that I got your approval, you think it's going to be cool. Like, yes. And what? It's been th- almost three years now, two years now. And classic. Classic. Wouldn't change it. I would still wouldn't, probably do the exact same thing. Yes. I look back on my wedding photos, which is so funny because I'm actually making my fo- Finally, I'm making the album right now. It's taken me hours and hours and hours and hours like I it's I've cried going through this okay cried and I look back on all my photos and I'm like I was the perfect bride (laughs) literally I'm like I would not change a fucking thing about my look maybe I'd put some more blush on I like kind of didn't give myself enough color on my face but like no like I loved my hairstyle I loved my dress skinny and like you had just your porcelain skin at the time so it was just giving like European chic it It really was it was giving like effortless yeah but the day came around you guys and I was just like just do my hair I didn't even wash it that morning I was like just do it she was the most chill bride I have to say like I think in the history of brides you guys the history wait and then the the rehearsal dinner the wedding party the night before I had no idea how about how I wanted to do my hair I was like what are you thinking and he's like I think just like maybe like clean clean and down and straight like let's not curl it I'm like YOLO let's do it and then to like see people do TikToks like talking about my wedding hair and my choices afterwards. I'm like, wow. Like they're like, you know what? I wouldn't have done this straight hair, but like it actually ended up looking so perfect on Stasi that maybe I would have done it. Curly hair is predictable. Right? Right? I mean, you nailed it. I mean, well, thank you, but I think it was a collaborative effort. But Thanks. I have to say as a hairstylist, working with your friends and or someone who you trust and also are comfortable with to like give your opinion and have some kind of back and forth is I also feel like when I do my best work because I'm comfortable enough to say like, let's not do this. Let's do that. And also knowing that you're comfortable enough with me to say like, "Mm, no. So I feel like it was a collaborative effort. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank you for giving me like some credit. I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Bradley also does a lot of other celebrities hair um, and he does a lot of the Vanderpump girls. I just called us all celebrities. That feels weird. But you know what I mean? (laughs) Whatever. You are celebrities. He does all the Vanderpump girls girls hair too. And I just have a question taking me out of it. okay? Okay. Taking me out of it. I'm not part of the equation. Who is your favorite person to collaborate with and do like who do you or who do you feel like it is a collaboration like when you do their hair and you're like wow this is fun because we're creating things together and I you feel like you can be creative and showcase like what your style is and all that and that person is open to it because a lot of people and I feel like even including myself I'm like I don't like fucking crazy shit done to my hair so you don't get to like You don't get to fully go crazy with my hair. Who's your favorite person to do in terms of that? I don't mean like your favorite person to be around. Totally. In terms of they let you do any, any, all the things. Yeah. Um, I will say, yes, you're right. Many people are happy in their comfort zone. So we love like a standard blowout and a basic bitch beach wave, you know, like all those things. Um, but I will say I work with, um, Chriselle from Selling Sunset and she definitely is someone who is willing to like 
wear her hair up, wear her hair down, do it half up. So I would say we probably are the most creative with her looks. Yeah. Um, but I've also been consistently working with her for like four seasons. So it's a sometimes it's a lot on me to also make sure that I'm doing something different because it easily merges together and feels like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But also there's like nothing wrong with like kind of doing the same thing over and over again because you create a look. There's not. But I will say insider tea, I've actually fired myself from clients before because all they wanted was like one thing and they wouldn't allow me any creative freedom and or creativity and being able to collaborate with with your people and having that mutual trust and or knowing that like you as the person wearing the look also trust me to do what I think is best to complement your look or style for the evening or event. Yeah. It's something that for me gives me enough creative freedom that makes me enjoy what I do. And after a certain amount of time, if all you wanted was like a blowout constantly, I'd be like, I love you. But like, I'm probably going to go do the other one that's going to let me get a little more creative. Totally. You know, makes sense. So I do once in a while like to change it up. But I think for me personally, most of my clients are booking me because they want a very natural everyday look and they just want to feel like their best version of themselves. And so sometimes while doing a snatched high pony, Ariana Grande ponytail is super fun. Most people aren't their most confident self with their hair pulled back and snatched off their face. So I think it's mostly my job to make sure that whoever's hair I'm doing that day feels confident, happy and looks good. Have you ever done my hair and you look back now and you're like, why the fuck did I do that to her? Is there ever been something recently where like you look back years later and you're like, that wasn't my best or like would have done that differently? Um, I wouldn't say I've never been like, what the fuck? Because I would <laughs> definitely have. Well, you know, trends myself, change. Trends change. Yes, I will say like, I think certain things like... um you know, your engagement party hair. I could have, I could have done something a little different there. Like I could have done your bun a little different that night. Wait, hold on. Because like, I think you're right. I think you're right. I loved it then, but, but I think it was would, so trendy. Yeah. It was too trendy. It was like, I love that you fucking said that, that so because specific. I've never really thought about it, but you're absolutely but you correct. Wore just like that strapless, like cute little white dress. And I think like the all up, like up Dewey juxtaposition of the thing was like just so expected. And I yeah. think like it was trendy at the time. And I think at the time we both loved it and thought it was cute. But now I would probably not have done that. What would you have done now? Honestly, probably like had you like wake up, wear it natural, like diffused it and like made it kind of look like the most grungy kind of like lived in PC vibe that I like that you have. And then maybe like slightly pulled of the front back a little bit, but like I probably wouldn't have done anything as polished and pulled together because the dress and the outfit was so expected. Yeah, no, you're right. You guys, I will put up a photo of my engagement party. You better pick a cute one, a good angle at least. Oh no, what? No, I'm not going to put a <laughs> fugly po photo of myself up. Absolutely. Like it, I still like look back on it and I'm like, oh, that's really cute. And like, I stand by it still. I stand it by cute, it still. But I think it was trendy. It was trendy. Like it had the pieces out. You know yeah. what I mean? It was giving like the, the Pam Anderson ish vibe, but a little more structured. And I think cute but like we can do better yeah 100 and i feel like I, I i tend to like well no i always do like my looks when they're more timeless yeah. like when they're more like wait i can't tell what year this was 
that those are my favorite hairstyles. Like when anyone asks me for advice, your wardrobe as well. Like you're a classic beauty. You know, thank you. I feel like the hair, the fits. It's like that's the vibe. Like goals is to look back on all my clothes and be like, what fucking year was that? You know? Yeah, and you know what? If you can, twenty years from now, still keep that trend happening, then you did something right, honey. One (laughs) hundred percent. Okay, my last question for you before. I get into the actual pour it out questions. Okay. How do you deal with, I might have to ask this a little more specifically. So because you do all the Vanderpump Rules cast, you do like a bunch of different reality people. You do like housewives and all that stuff. You often do people's hair who like they're feuding with each other. You know what I mean? How do you deal with the fact that like all of everyone is coming to you and telling you their own versions of stories that happens in feuds and fights. And then you have to go do somebody else's hair and listen to their side of the story. Like, do you ever feel yourself taking sides? Yes. You 100%. do? I have, I try and like, I just want to let you know, Bradley, like I try really hard to never ask your, like your feelings on on like you never put me you have never put me in a position to have to have a stance on correct, the situation. Yeah, yes. So like I never actually know how you feel about anything that I'm saying. That's good. That means I'm doing I'm being a good diplomatic hairstylist. You are. But like that's a lot of pressure. Like I don't know that I would be able to handle that. Like I'm I've always been a side picker. My thing I think is I like to hear all the sides and I always can empathize or understand with one person or the other. However, I also think hearing all the sides at the end of the day, I always know where I stand. And so sometimes then I end up giving advice and or saying, well, you know, I understand X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And so I think as a hairstylist, it's my job to always listen. It's my job to always stay kind of in the middle ground, but also sometimes maybe say those things that they hadn't thought about or they're not thinking about when they're only thinking about their own side because I do get to kind of play the middle ground sometimes. Yeah. um, What makes me feel like you're just like naturally on my side because you never sway me in any other situation. You guys are very similar. I think you should talk about that. I think we are similar, definitely. (laughs) And I also think, um, I don't know, I think the way we view life and friendships, like we're loyal, we like loyalty to, for the people that are around us. And I think, um, you know, I don't know. I think as a hairstylist, I get a again, I get to see all sides and hear all sides of everything. But it's my job to make sure that maybe sometimes I'm making someone think like, oh, I'm kind of being a bitch about this situation. But like, totally, I'm, I might be wrong. Or if they're not wrong, then, you know, no. <laughs> yeah. have you ever had somebody be like, I don't want you doing this person's hair anymore? Honestly, if someone was going to say that, it would have probably been me. <laughs> um, I've, I've definitely, I've never had someone say, I don't want you doing someone's hair, but I have experienced the challenge of many clients going to the same event at the same time. Oh, let's get into that. And so that the can way, be not fun. The way that I would be like, well, I fucking claim you, obviously, obviously first fucking Dibs, Bradley. But in your defense, I have to say. But I always ask way dibs, ahead of time. She She's a planner. Mm-hmm. She asks ahead. Yeah. And there have been many a times that I have had to 
change and come a little early because I had to go work on someone else. And you are always very accommodating to my schedule as well. So I always I know, appreciate Just as long that. as I get it done. I don't care if I have to get it five hours ahead of time and sit on the couch with my head and not move my head. That's <laughs> fine. I don't mind that. I understand, especially because it's like, you know, I live up in Beachwood Canyon. It might be easier for you to go to somebody else. You're already around that person's house. I understand. But also that's a lot like because in full transparency, most people that are getting glamour in the public eye are used to kind of having people revolve around their schedules and their time. And so as a hairstylist who is fortunate enough to be able to work with so many different people that are in the entertainment industry and knowing that the schedules and timing of things is always changing and moving around, for me, I would say like that's something that I appreciate so much is having friends and clients that are appreciative and understanding of my schedule and knowing that I am trying to make a living and deal with a lot of different people. And so having that flexibility and not making me feel bad about needing to come earlier or later and all those things is something that truly does makes my life night and day different. So thank you. You're you the are best. So welcome. Um but <laughs> I always do I always do make you a priority because she is a planner. Like she plans first. She's got it on the books. And that that is one thing about me that I will say I've learned through the process is you can work with a lot of different people, but there is something to be said about being loyal, reliable, and on time. And that's a huge part of it is like, if I'm saying I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to be there and I show up on time and I get my shit done because that's totally part of it. One thing about me, you guys, I will set that appointment months in advance. I set the appointment yep. the second I know I'm gonna need a fucking appointment. I even did this with my night nurse, okay? Because I'm gonna I, I used a night nurse. We had her tw twice a week with Hartford for the first three months. And I'm like, obviously like f her name's Talitha. She's the fucking best. She came to our wedding. Yes. She was at our wedding. She's, she's amazing. I love her. She is like, she's also a doula. She just makes the whole process of having a baby just so much better. And one of our friends who use it, who's friends with her also is pregnant and is giving birth on the You're same like, day that I, I am. Bitch. <laughs> and she's, she keeps trying to get Talitha. And I'm like, Talitha was like the first person I told I was pregnant. Okay. Like I put that in the books yes. <laughs> right away because there was going to be no misunderstanding, no miscommunication. I need you on this date and or like a week before or after what, whatever. And for these three months after. <laughs> no, like literally. But I'm like, I the second I found out I was pregnant, I'm like making that, putting that in the books because uh, pe that's just what's fair. Whoever comes first, whoever decides to be responsible about it, they get first dibs. That's just like how the world should fucking work. So when I hear <laughs> that like people get annoyed being like, no, but like I have an event and like you need to do my hair. I need to get my makeup done or blah, blah, blah. Or I want this dual. I want this night nurse. It's like, too, sorry, you should have thought of, you should have thought about that. Like plan ahead, plan the fuck ahead. Planning ahead makes life way easier. However, as you know, from when you've been on a reality show, sometimes planning does get complicated and things change. So you do have to have some flexibility. But working with a lot of people, I have to say, like, you always have been on it. Number one planner, schedule, schedule, schedule. And I very much appreciate that. Thanks. Makes Love my that. life. One of the few things that makes life easy about doing this is Thank you. when people plan. Thanks so. for that compliment. Love a planner. I love a timeless 
classic look. That is my wardrobe vibe. That's what I go for. And with that comes with like, I've realized that I should start shopping smarter and not spending my money on like fast fashion things that are trendy because I end up just like using it once and like not liking it. Um, I have fallen in love with Quince since I've been shifting the way that I purchase clothes because Quince has high quality pieces and they're all classic. They're all timeless. And it's for a fraction of the price because there is no middleman when you go to Quince. Let me explain. Okay. So Quince offers a range of must have items like hundred percent European linen under $50. They have cashmere for, oh my God, so much more affordable than going to a store. And again, the reason why they can do stuff like this is because they don't have a middleman that is marking up these prices. So you're getting prices that are like 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they create timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion. So you will have these in your closet forever. You won't look back on your photos and be like, damn, that was so 2023. You'll look back and be like, what year was that? I don't know. Who's that bitch? I don't know, but she's chic as fuck. That is what you get with Quince. So upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash Stassi to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C e.com slash Stasi for free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Stasi. All right, you guys, let's get into the questions because there are so many good ones. Like Ooh, really, they're like really good, good ones. ones. Today, yeah. This. And like a lot of them are like themed differently than I'm used to. So like, because Ooh. I said that I was doing it with you. So. Oh, great. Okay. I love this. Let's get into it. Let's roll the first voicemail. Hi, Steffi. Big fan. I actually met you in Cleveland when you came here for your tour. Um, I just had a hairstylist question. Um, I had been getting my hair done by a close family friend for years and years. I never loved it, um, but I liked it. And she went on maternity leave recently um, and texted me that she's coming back. But during that time, I found somebody that I like who really does my hair. And I'm just wondering if you guys could give me some advice on how to go about telling her that I won't be coming back as a client. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Okay. So Bradley, this happened to me when I met you, but like I, and I, I don't know that I handled it correctly because she, the person who used to do my hair, um, unfollowed me, blocked me, talked shit about me, unfollowed all my friends, blocked my friends. And I'm like, wait a second. I was never, um, friends friends with her the way that I am with you I was gonna say girl cancel on me I'll talk shit too no like our our relationship wasn't what this is and I wasn't going to her for nearly as long as I was with you and I would have to go to the salon and this would always drive me crazy because I would have to go to the salon and I would be there all day it would be like a 10-hour thing because she scheduled other people there at the same time as me and I'm like I don't enjoy this. Like, I, I think you are so talented. She's very talented. I love the way she does my hair and I I love her, but like, I, I can't keep doing this. And like, this is too hard on my schedule. And like, it's just like not worth it. And then you came along, I met you and I'm like, oh, easy. I could literally start booking Bradley. So like, I would use you for, for things. And then all of a sudden we just like, lo- I I never like made an appointment to go back and get my hair highlighted. And that's when she just like 
lost her mind when she like realized that like I wasn't coming back. But like also to my defense, okay, she was like in and out of the country. She's like, okay, I'm, I'm moving to Paris for a few months. I'm moving to New York for a few months. So it was always so difficult trying to like organize and plan when to get things done. It it And it was before I was like going to events and stuff. So like I didn't need somebody like all the time, but she really got her feelings hurt. So I feel like I handled it incorrectly. And um, how should I have, how should I have handled it? And how should this person handle it? Well, I will say, as you mentioned earlier, many people with their hairstylist have a very close relationship and you are like a therapist, a counselor, a friend, all the things. Mm -hmm. However, I'm also a firm believer of while hairstylists are great at what we do, there are so many different talented hairstylists and people in the world. I personally think when you're trying to break up with your hairstylist and it's a family friend or someone that you're going to be interacting with on a personal level outside of the working world, I always love the cop out of a gift certificate. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. Such a good idea. Oh my God, wait. Oh, you meant I got a gift certificate to get my hair done. I got a gift certificate. Oh, I thought you meant like if someone gives you a gift certificate to say sorry. (laughs) Oh no. Oh wait. Not a gift certificate to say sorry. That girl, like you got to say, wait, I love you and I love you as a human. But, but I think a gift certificate from a friend, a family member, or whether you have a birthday, a holiday, make something up. But I think a gift certificate is always a great and easy way to like, jump ship right and, and, then, and then after you've done the hair and the hair the hair looks great because obviously you're happy with it then when you see that person in real life and you're obviously going to be kind friendly and have had a very transparent and honest conversation with them beforehand that like you got a gift certificate and your hair turned out great and you love it they're going to see you and understand maybe why you jump ship and you also could maybe like fib a little and say they're cheaper okay this is what i think i think like i'm not a liar like in fact i'm bad at it and and it gives me so much anxiety i think in this situation this is one of the only situations in life where you do fib you lie what would you say like what okay so i apparently did this incorrectly i didn't have a conversation i chickened out but like i felt justified in the fact that like we never she wasn't coming to my, like, she wasn't coming to my house. She wasn't always around. We weren't, I wasn't going to events. So like, it was just to get my hair highlighted and cut like every, however often. And I would go into the salon for 10 hours a day. Do you know what I mean? So like, I didn't felt I, at that point, I didn't feel like I owed her anything, but maybe I was wrong and maybe I really hurt her feelings. So what I would, if I could do things differently now, what I would say is like, I, I love the way that you've done my hair. Um, but like, I need more, like I need someone who can come to me. I'm so busy. I can't be going to the salon for 10 hours, for 10 hours. Like I'm starting to go to events and do photo shoots where I need to get my hair done and I need someone to come to me and you can't do that. And I just need to find someone that I can rely on all the time. Totally. And And that would have been the conversation I should have had. And I think that is a great way to do it. I think that's super valid. I think more than anything, I would say in the situation for the user that or the what 
are they a user? What are the listener? What, uh, the listener. For the listener that sounds like a drug user. Yeah. User. Are you a user? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, a you user? know what? That's what my listeners are. <laughs> They're users. <laughs> They're users. <laughs> <laughs> but for the listener who who is close friends with this fam, this hairstylist who is a part of your family or whatever, I do think like at the end of the day, you're going to run into them in a social scene in a setting. So it is important to just like rip the band-aid off and have an honest conversation and say like, look, I found this person. I love how they do my hair. They have availability at X time, which works better for me and my lifestyle and or what I have happening. (laughs) Find the reasons that you working with that person is working for you other than the fact that they just do great hair. Yes. And lean into that, but also be transparent enough that when you do have that and and friendly enough that when you do run into that person outside of the salon world, you feel comfortable as well as they feel comfortable to run into each other because at the end of the day, hairstylists, we're only one person. There's There's enough people for everybody. And what worked for you three months ago might not work for you three months later. What's great for your lifestyle, how your hair is, all those different elements and things could be variables and things that could affect. Yeah. And you know, worst comes to worst, lie. Make something up. Like Gift certificate. No, when in doubt, you got to no, get certificate. Literally, because what if the part, because if the, I was just thinking you were talking about scheduling, if, if the person's like, I'm available all the time for you, what do you mean? Just be like, then she can't use the scheduling. She can't. It's also mean to say, well, they just do like really good hair. I, you you got to figure, you got to find a lie. You got to find a, you got to just, you find a reason why it is the most convenient for you and or inconvenient for them. And also say like, it is nothing to do with you personally. It's everything to do with me and what I have happening and what I have going on. And that's it. You know, do you feel like when people say this has nothing to do with you personally, that means take it personally. (laughs) Mm, I think it depends on how busy you are. Like for me, for me personally, (laughs) if you don't like it here, hit the road. <laughs> I wonder but. I wonder if there's a world where like this hairstylist that she's not going to use anymore, she does great blowouts or like great totally. um just like a haircut or something like that where you can be like I'm going to use you for like my blowouts or whatever or like for like this or that. But I I don't know, you no, guys. No, I agree. Like but maybe you just don't maybe, color maybe, my but hair then you very just well. but you just yeah, I guess. Or maybe it's a thing Never where mind, it's like I take that back. Maybe that stylist is going to be so busy after they come back from maternity leave and your schedule and theirs aren't going to align and coordinate, but you love them and you want to support them. So you're going to support them in other ways by getting that blowout or doing this or that. But you have found someone in the meantime that has been doing your color and you really are happy with how it looks. So you're going to keep it there. And I would say just saying something like that is a great way to like, let them know that the ball is not just in your court, it's in their court as well. And that you want to continue to have a back and forth and friendly dynamic, but you've made the leap and the jump to someone else. It's, it's so hard. It's, it is. It's cutthroat out there. It's brutal out there in the hairstyling world. Okay, I hope that helps you guys. Next question. Hi, Stassi. My name's Allie. I'm 33. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Super excited about you being having Bradley on the pod and wanted to get y'all's predictions for hair trends. Are we bringing back the artificial bright Dallas blonde or still digging the more natural kind of dirty blondes like brunette a la season one Stassi? Do we love Haley Bieber short hair or are we still feeling like a 90s supermodel voluminous layers? Side part, middle part, lateral thoughts. What's the 411? Thanks so much. Okay. <clears throat> 
question for you first before you answer hers. Okay. Have you been seeing all of these TikToks and all of these articles where it says Gen Z is saying that long hair is chuggy? Gen Z can oh, say that no. because they're they're 15. They're young and <laughs> anything looks good on them. Okay, because I've full, the way I have fully been panicking, it was like when when Gen Z decided blonde hair is chuggy. I'm like, that's not fair. You don't get to say that a a shade of you don't get to say that a hair color is chuggy. I understand what they mean that like it's a certain blonde that's chuggy, which like I get. I've always thought that certain blondes are a little cheesier than other ones. Like that's just that's like an obviously, okay? Mm-hmm. Like Pam Anderson blonde is a little cheesier than like Jen Aniston blonde. Totally. That's just like how it is. But the second I saw that not only have they taken blonde from me, but now they're saying that my long hair is chuggy. When I just got, it, got it this way without extensions, you guys, I spent the majority of my 20s with hair extensions in my head. The second COVID happened, I... Texted Bradley and I was like, listen, I know we're not supposed to see each other, but you've been quarantining, right? Yeah, I've been. I'm like, okay, can you please just come to my house and take out these fucking hair extensions? Because I can't live like this for with these hair extensions in my hair for no fucking reason at all. I don't have anywhere to go. They're so uncomfortable. He came over, he took them out. That was the start of my new life, you guys. The the I was born the day that I took my hair extensions out. That's how I felt. And ever since then, I got pregnant. Gave birth. Luckily, I didn't have any postpartum hair loss. So like that wasn't an issue for me. My hair has only gotten healthier, stronger, longer, cooler. I love it. You've gotten so much better at doing it, though. Thank you. Thank you. I try very hard. Okay, I put in the effort. I also am taking care of it. Like I take Nutrafol. Like I I do all the things. I have nice hair, like hair products. Like I do all the things you're supposed to do so that I can have naturally long, healthy hair. And now Gen Z, you guys, I ride so hard for Gen Z. I lift them up. I support them. I want to be one of them. And now they're coming for my long hair and it's not okay. Well, as a hairstylist, I love long hair. So I'm 1000% disagreeing with Gen Z. Now, do I think one length, blunt, long, like what I would say used to be, California hair, like that kind of like beachy, like one length long, like to your What's wrong with that? (laughs) Nothing's wrong with it, but I will say, like, I don't think it's unless you're super young, I don't think it's the most flattering look. Okay. I do think as a middle-aged woman with longer hair, if you have longer hair, you typically have nice hair if you're able to have it longer so I do think having some framing or some soft layering or like some movement to the haircut is a nice way to make your hairstyle work for you and your age as well as give it a shape and a style like the whole no style to your hair is definitely like back in the day and like unless you're like 10 years old you probably need a style to your hair but Long hair is in and I is is always in if you ask me as like we've talked about like liking right? classic styles and to me if your hair is long and healthy and you can have it be pretty like long hair is not out of style. Now granted broken like grungy like not healthy long hair is out. I think that maybe Gen Z is looking at certain hairstyles that we long haired women do. And it's like the the way we curl, like the type of curl or something is maybe what's chuggy. Because what if we're all running around in short bobs 
that we're going to look like you might as well AI sit on the news robot. anchor be no, a but, news anchor for NBC or that you know what i mean like we can't all have short hair it just like doesn't make sense i also think the idea of this super long hair is most of the time people see it and they think of women and people with extensions where i think natural long hair if it's healthy and pretty is never out of style timeless bitches timeless always but similarly to what the reader was wanting or the listener was wanting to know, I do think um, the blowout is here to stay. Like we're adding a lot more movement. I think as a hairstylist, we're seeing less of the beach wave. Thank goodness. I'm sick of the beach wave. <laughs> I'm like, that's just like when in doubt, like beach wave it out. I get it. We do the thing. I think it makes me look younger and not in a way that I want to be younger. I think like I'm kind of wanting to like it's not as sophisticated, you know, that's what it is. It's not as sophisticated. And I like to nowadays sophisticated. I want to look sophisticated and wealthy and chic. (laughs) I want to look like I have generational wealth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Expensive, baby. (laughs) Yeah. I want to look like I cost a lot. Yeah. That's you do, honey. That's my vibe. You do. You own a beach house. You don't go to the beach. Yes. Yes. We want to look like we own the beach house, not are going so if i came to you and i was like i really think i want to do short hair i'm not going to come to you and say this just way. like i've gotten i it's taken me to fuck off okay you would yeah you would (laughs) so like there are some cute girls that i see on tiktok that i'm like damn that short hair is so cute and then i literally like slap my face i slap my own face because i'm like you will not do it you will as a hairstylist if i allowed you to do that like most of the time when people come into me and they want a drastic haircut He's I like, say what's no, wrong, honey, because the reality of it. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going wrong? on at home? Are you having a breakup? Yeah. What's, what's happening in your personal life? Because typically as the hairstylist and anyone who's in the <laughs> Sorry, beauty industry out here, you guys know. I had to literally burp and I tried to hold it in and it wouldn't stay <laughs> Let it out, baby. And it came out of like my nose. Baby boy's uh, talking. It was a Diet Coke pregnancy burp. <laughs> <laughs> keeping that in. Okay. <laughs> Let it out. Let it out. I love when products that I have been obsessed with, like actually become sponsors on my podcast. And I've said this to you guys, um, every baby product that I become obsessed with or have used, like I want to share it. And so I'm really excited that Dreamland Baby, they're one of our sponsors because I was so obsessed with the weighted swaddle when Hartford was a baby. We found out about the Dreamland Baby weighted swaddle. Um, I feel like when she was around six months old and she was just like having so much difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, she'd wake up and like we weren't sleeping. And so I researched it, found the weighted swaddle, started using it. And oh my God, it made the world of a difference. I'm seriously hoping that the second baby likes the weighted swaddle too. Like, I mean... It'll just make my life so much easier. So if you want deeper sleep for your baby, you want longer sleep windows, you want better sleep for yourself, try the Dreamland Baby Weighted Swaddle. It's so easy to use. It can be worn three ways. Like you can put their arms in, you can have one arm out, you can have both of their arms out. And it's so, so soft, made from high quality materials. And my favorite part about this is that there's a two-way zipper because there's nothing worse than like when your baby's in a swaddle, you got to unswaddle the baby to change the diaper. 
no, there's just a zipper at the bottom also. So you can, you don't have to take the whole swaddle off to change the diaper. Makes it so easy, so amazing. Your baby will sleep so much better. So go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter my code Stassi at checkout to receive 20% off site-wide and free shipping. This offer is for new and existing customers. So that's dreamlandbabyco.com. Enter my code Stassi at checkout and receive 20% off site-wide and free shipping. Seriously, you're going to love it. It's honestly such a good gift for people too, especially new parents. Sorry, before... for um, <laughs> I don't... Um, a short hair. Oh yeah. yeah, like what's going on at home? Okay, so yeah. what's going on? Whatever's at home? happening at home. If they want, if you want to chop your hair off, I always am saying no because in reality, as a hairstylist, once I chop your hair off, usually they're coming back then six weeks later and being like, "Yeah, that was fun. I loved it for three weeks, and now I'm ready to grow it back out again." And then we wait for six months. Six to months. Grow it back out long. Three years. Yeah. Well, you know, in my mind, like long is like armpit-ish. So it's like, if you can get it to the armpit, you're in the long zone. So I do understand like people, sometimes you need to change it up and too long of hair can be a little aging, but I think overall long hair is still in. We're styling it differently. We're doing more blowouts instead of beach waves. I think center part, side part, whatever you're feeling for the day is the vibe. Like I think side parts are going to come back in. I think we're definitely seeing more side parts. However, not everyone's face is the most flattering with a side part. But you can say that about a middle part. Absolutely. Not everyone's face is flattering so that's with a middle why, part. That's why I don't Hartford, think... Hartford? The middle part is not for her. She looks like the guy from The Office. <laughs> okay, maybe that's just because of the length of her hair because it she is. has your face. So, like, no. you wear a middle part all the time it and she's no, your twin. It is. It's because, like, when I, like, I'll put, I'll do the middle to see if, like, I can put, like, pigtails or something in her hair. And the way that it falls, because it's not <laughs> meant to be a middle part, it's like, you know, what's his name from The Office? Are you talking about... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I know. Dwight. 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 That's what it looks That's what she looks like. And I'm like, Hartford, one day, one day we'll be able to style your hair like this. The other day when she was playing out on the little patio in her pool and the the hair was just like stunning hair flowing. I was. No, she's like, it's ridiculous. It's insane. The cutest. No, like truly she's a hair queen. Curls. Yeah. I die. No, same. Okay. So. I do fantasize sometimes about going back blonde. That ship is sailed, right? I'll give you pops, but we're not going there. It, I'm like so happy with how we look and how it no, is I, I and do. the health of it. That... Can you explain why? Yeah, I want to know. I want I want to know why. Well, first of all, it's apparently out of style. It's chuggy. It's basic to have super blonde hair. But why for you? I say like Orange County <laughs> You're allowed Can to say, say that. that. Okay. Yeah, it's um, fine. I always say when I see someone who's like over highlighted and like you're just Orange County blonde. Like we need California blonde is a little bit more of like you have dimension and you can still be like a bright, be bright, but not be just like one yellowy, ugly flat shade. But I do think overall depth and dimension. If anyone is coming to me and showing me a photo of whether it's a photo of themselves, a photo of a celebrity, someone that they admire, someone that they want to look like, usually they are showing me a photo of someone that has depth and dimension in their hair. It's never just like a dyed one flat shade. And I think that's the key to being able to make things look nice and expensive on camera is adding that depth and that dimension and making it look 
multidimensional. And so for me, like I would, I would allow you to go like a lighter, <laughs> allow you. <laughs> I let's be real. I do what the bitch wants. But like, but, I looked so great at my wedding. Like my wedding shade was so icy and beautiful. But we were like going for that because yeah, we were going. That, we was, knew the that was the wedding vibe. Yeah, we were like the wedding vibe is the wedding bridal vibe blonde. Is bright, yeah, it's bright and bridal blonde. And I'm not mad that we had that moment. But now I'm like more loving this moment. And like to me, what I always say is like for for blondes, especially like in the summertime when your skin's getting a little bit more color, your eyes are going to pop a little bit more, having a little bit more depth and working with your natural color and kind of stretching out that blonde routine. So like less is more. Um, I recommend if you are a blonde, find your shade, stick to it. Like the, the days of thinking that you're going to like switch color families because it's fall and winter and now you're going to be a brunette and then you're going to go back to blonde (laughs) in the summertime do that all the time you guys stop it your hair will thank you your hairstylist will thank you find out what looks best on you and just stay close to that yes like pick your color family yeah you know like it can be dialed down for the winter so we're not going to try red hell no we're not just going to go brunette like full brunette no, I mean, I wouldn't listen. I'm too old for that now. I've done that. I've done that. You're just fortunate that you don't have gray. Yeah, so you are. Okay, cool. You're fortunate <laughs> that you don't have gray and you have a really beautiful natural base color that it's we... It's the color of a dirty dishwater. Yeah, but you know what? Like everyone was commenting on your on your um, Call Her Daddy interview and we're like, oh my God, she has Jennifer Aniston hair. And guess what, you guys? If you saw my TikTok, you would know that a lot of that is also just because her natural base color is we're working with that. And so it's not replicable in hair color tube. And so that's a huge part. And the reason why Jennifer Aniston's hair color looks the way it looks is because she is working with her natural base color, which is what she's born with. And I think like that's a huge part of like why you guys are obsessing over her hair right now. I wake up like this. <laughs> Maybe like she's born with it. Maybe she's born with it. Yes. I was, was. Bo- I was kind of born with it. I mean, so, so that dishwatery color is actually like... It's helpful. Top tier because it really can stuff. let you go lighter or darker. darker. I will say that. It, it it was not fun growing up to have like that dirty dishwater hair color because it's like, what do you... It's just like so blah and mousy, but it's the perfect color when you want to just like experiment a little with your hair because you can just lighten it so easily or you can darken it so easily and it doesn't look crazy. It looks like natural. Yeah, it looks natural and gorgeous, but it's not fully natural and gorgeous. Yeah, that's, yeah. that is the beauty. I think the key is to lean into what you have going on, figure out what's working for you and lean into that. And enough of the beach waves. We're going into like our blowout era. It doesn't matter the part. Find the one that's good for your face. Less is more. No Orange County blondes. That's that's what those are the rules. For. And we love an Orange County blonde, but yeah, maybe just I if, miss Orange County blonde. At some point in my life, I'm going to have to do that again. I can't wait for that to just like come back because like it just feels good to be really bright sometimes. It could be like 10 years from now. Yeah. When you're ready for a bob, we'll do it. Because <laughs> that's what you're going to get afterwards is a bob. Oh nice question. <laughs> By the way, you'd still look hot with a bob. Thank you. Hey, Saucy. This is a longtime fan here, Vanessa. I saw that you were with your um, 
hairstylist on the show today. So I wanted to ask your hairstylist what he thinks his best and worst softy hair phase was. Love you, girl. Ooh, that's fun. This is so fun. Best and worst Stassi hair phase. Mm. I could I could figure this one out too. I, I feel like I could guess. What <laughs> Should you're I let say. you say your yours before? I me? don't want to influence. Okay, well, I don't want to influence. I'm gonna say the best. If you guys just saw her recent post of Hartford's first cover, that hair for me was like really. Even though it was kind of beachy waves, it was beachy, but it was not. It was natural. Like it was broken up. It was disheveled enough that for me, I was not mad at it. See, I feel like it was the photo shoot with Hartford and Bo. Yeah, but the one with like the trench coat. That was more natural. See, to me, like that, but still, this is a phase. So it has to be all encompassing. Well, in, in full transparency, my social media girl who's helping me, I was telling her, like, I sent her the new photo shoot and I was like, I want you to post the new photo shoot and she thought the, the trench coat photo shoot was the same so when someone who doesn't know hair in their mind those styles are similar for me I would say I do agree I loved <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> got that <clears throat> <laughs> um so for me I did love the trench coat shoot that was more natural and there was less of a beachy vibe to that one and a little more of just like movement to the hair yeah I think I maybe just loved like the bright and colorful cheeriness of the of the, of the mom photo shoot. Of the mom photo shoot. But I love that texture. Like I'm as um someone who is still trying to give the clients what they want and naturally people are the, their most comfortable self with beachy waves. I'm really trying to make the hair look as natural as possible these days and less like it was styled with a curling iron. Um so for me, I did love that look. Um and that shoot, anytime we can get like a natural vibe, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um one of my least favorites. Okay, speaking of the short hair, like we just had in the last question, there was a a, <laughs> a period where we had short hair in the old apartment in mm-hmm. West Hollywood. Yeah, I remember. And some of those glam pics, if I ever look back, like we had like super classic, like that classic um, engagement shoot at the hotel. I loved that. That that look, though, that shoot was great. That hair length overall, not my favorite. Wait. Wow. Wasn't expecting that. It was kind of like giving NBC News anchor. Wait, no. It's supposed to be giving Marilyn Monroe, modern Marilyn Monroe. The photo shoot did give modern Marilyn Monroe. But like but the, the daily life. The if daily we look at life. Some of those blowouts and things that I did oh, on yeah, New York. No, the you're, no, the, no, 100% the blowouts. It wasn't the vibe. The blowouts giving news anchor. Every time we did a blowout with that hair, now news when I look back, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. But mm-hmm. every time we did an old Hollywood style with that, I still stand by those. Even but on the red carpet, that's you. That's because, like, no matter what, I just feel like it give looks... her like a Marie Antoinette, like a classic old Hollywood <laughs> vibe, and she's like, "This is it. I love it." But as the professional, when I look back in my Google Photos of all of this. Hundreds Wait. of Stassi photos that I have. No, I'm getting you one right now. Hold on, hold on. There's one that like We've pops up better. right when I Google myself. Hold on, I have uh, to find this. Is it? Are you? It's in white? literally right here. You're in white. Yeah. Yes. You I don't know. like it? No, I like that one. But Let again, that's that's a classic Hollywood vibe. So yes, stunning hair. But blowout vibe and that that length, not it. Stunning hair. Like I like the only reason I actually want short hair again is to like do this vibe but that's because it's like classic hollywood old i think hollywood, it just like, like fits my face 
like for some reason. I don't know what it is about it. Oh, this was a good one. I really liked this too when we did. Yeah, stuff. What are your one best and one worst? Yeah, what are your what are your? This was fun too. Oh, that was a long time ago. You know what? I end up I like hated that one. Why? Because it was beachy way. And it was just like, why did you hate it? The side part, like through the the juxtaposition of it off, one side looked longer than the well, other. Well, one side was longer than the other, and I thought that was on purpose. I I don't think it was. <laughs> That was like the MTV movie yeah. I think there was some photos from that day that I liked. Okay, I found the one where it was my least favorite that Ooh, we've ever done. Ooh. You're going to agree I'm with scared. me. I'm sure I'm going to agree. You're going to... F- and my makeup, I did it myself. Not my best. If it was with a different hairstyle... Okay, so I'm for scared. the people who are just listening just via audio, it. it was the iHeartRadio... iHeartRadio, like, awards. I was also sick. This was before, like, being sick. Oh my God, this is when I thought I was like patient zero in COVID, but COVID hadn't hit us yet. It was like a month before. Anyway, I was really sick and I, I could not get out of going to I'm the- scared. Show me the pic. Short hair. Um, and uh, I have like, my makeup is like so harsh and so severe. I don't know how to even describe this look, you guys. Like, how do you describe this look? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was this fake short hair? Mm-hmm. I think I had long hair and extensions at the time and we faked- a bob for funsies. I think we might have. I think we. The top of it does look like it's your real. Just hair. make sure you talk into the mic. Oh. The top of it does look like it, it is your real hair, but I think we might have like braided up the underneath and like made a fake bob. And yeah, that was <laughs> boring as fuck. And I'm not here for it. Okay, I will say. Oh, I I found one of my other favorites. I have one more favorite. Okay, so that one definitely not. iHeartRadio Awards. If you guys want to look how how ugly I looked, feel free to Google it. That's where I was. But at least, honestly, even though we didn't love it, I'm glad that. It was still basic and boring and that we didn't try to do something crazy. That's as crazy as I get with my hair. And you guys, like, I regret it every time I do anything remotely crazy with my hair. Like, just stick to what fucking works. Like, why did we need to... So she's a basic beach wave bitch. Mm -hmm. No, I'm a basic blowout bitch. Upgraded. Yes. Okay, my favorite. I loved this when you did this to me. This was the MTV (laughs) Movie and TV Awards. Okay. What did we do? We did. We made sure not to hide. Let me see if I remember the look. What did you wear? The white mini dress with the big feathery thing on it. Oh, I know this look. Yes. Center part, clean, tucked behind the ear. We didn't make me really blonde. It was like kind of more like this color that I have right now. I love that look. Classic. We always like a classic look over here. Like the only photo I can find right now because like I'm getting like nervous is like (laughs) this (laughs) with Bo. So you can't really see it. But it was just... It wasn't like curled in the back. It was just natural. Every time we do my hair in a clean, natural way. Clean girl aesthetic is where it's at, y'all. I I think I started the clean girl aesthetic. I think you did too. I think I was the one. Clean girl aesthetic. Fuck Haley Bieber. It was me. Coastal grandma. Like, girl, Coastal, I started all of that. What did you do? I, I've literally started all of that. Wait, yeah. Bradley, do you have like a photographic memory for each look? Because you knew based on what she wore. I, I I remember a lot of times from like the hairstyle, like what what they wear, or, you know, because most of the time as the hairstylist, if we're doing hair for an event, we're figuring out what they're wearing. Then we're figuring out the glam. Right. So it's like what goes. That's so interesting. I usually oh, know. I will also say, 
<laughs> another bad one. Oh God. Vanderpump <laughs> fans will maybe be able to like see this. This wasn't your fault though. Uh-oh, this was like when I cut my hair after we had filmed a season of Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> I would all always want to cut my hair shorter. And then we would have to do pickups to match the way we looked in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And Bradley would have to come over and put extensions in my hair. And there are so many scenes in interviews or just like pickups where like you can literally see Your short hair, hair, my short real hair, and then just like extensions. There was like no way. That might have been before I figured out how to braid up the underneath to make it look a little more natural. Probably. Because, ooh, yeah. <laughs> the, that that was my worst hair so era. I've learned on this beauty. So if you're a hairstylist <laughs> out there and you need practice, just get your friends in there and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that they're nice and they don't give up on you if you suck, if you fuck, fuck it up. Okay, word. Next question. Last question. Oh, that's so sad. Hi, Stassi. I am calling you because I need a little bit of some relationship advice from you. Um, recently, I just graduated college, and I am 23, and um, started talking to a guy. Uh, he lives in L.A. I'm about an hour outside of L.A., and there's quite an age difference between us. I mean, we're both obviously gay, and I feel like with gay relationships, there are kind of... Um, a little bit of age difference sometimes. However, this age difference is about like 12 years, 13 years. Um, and I know you've had some relationship in your early 20s that had an age difference as well. So I just wanted to get your opinion on everything to see if maybe this is a red flag or if I should continue going along with it because he treats me really well. I have a lot of fun with him. There are flags the age. Um, so tell me your opinion and let me know. I love you, Sassy, and have a great day. Okay. I personally don't think 12 to 13 years is that big of an age difference. I agree. I think it's so much more about your personality and like how you view yourself and walk through life. Yeah, totally. I think that what maybe would make that feel like a big age difference is because 23 still is so young. So like 23 to like, say, a 36 year unless he's dating an 11-year-old. <laughs> I guess it could go one of two ways. He didn't specify. No, but like, I think that 23 to like 36, it's like, it depends. I mean, 23 is young. You know what I mean? But once you get to be like 27, it's like 13 years older is like nothing. I don't know. I'm assuming the listener was the younger of the two. He, yeah, because he said he was 23. Okay, so in all transparency, I think if I were the... 36 year old I would be the one more worrying about the red flags because in my view like in your 20s you're figuring out you're walking through life doing what you think you want to do and being the person that you want to be where I feel like in your 30s you're more doing it you're acting on it you're living your life in that way and so for me I completely agree with you that would be more of like if you as a 23 year old are questioning the 36 year old I think you have a pretty transparent and very clear view of maybe what his life is like at 36 I would think yeah I think once you're 36 like I can even say this like once I turned 30 I feel like I really I knew who I was I, and it, it, it only gets more and more every year. I feel like I know myself more. Um, I know what my routine is. I know what my habits are. I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are like. And somebody who's 36 is normally, I feel like a, a pretty self-assured person and like they're not going to change much. Whereas a 23 year old 
will change four million times. You know what I mean? 100%. So like, I would think that the older one in the relationship, yeah, I agree with you, would should be the one that's more concerned about dating someone 13 years younger. But I will also say for this 23-year-old that just called in, if you're noticing the red flags in the 36-year-old, because he said there are red flags other than the age gap. If you're noticing those red flags right now enough that you're like aware to even say it on like a voicemail, like you should think about that. I would say write down your red flags. And if those red flags are things that make you question whether or not you should be in the relationship, then you should question it. However, you know what? This is LA and there's all kinds of kinds out there. So if he's making you happy, treating you right, and all the other things are going well. I don't think the age is the red flag. I don't think the I age think is the red flag. If there are the other red flags, like you say, maybe look into those, but I don't think the age should be. I think the red flag should be that you guys live an hour apart. <laughs> 100%. Cousin LA. That's so hard. Is... <laughs> like, I literally, I, that's like someone living in Santa Monica. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally see my friends from New York more than I see my friends from Santa Monica. Yeah, I, I couldn't it. imagine. Sorry, Christina. No, literally, like I could not imagine being in a relationship with someone who lived in Santa Monica like that. I could never make that work. I could never try and make that work. You guys definitely need to have good um, phone communication if you're living that far apart from each other, for sure. Yeah. Living in LA. <laughs> <laughs> but like age difference? No, I don't think that's a big deal. And like even like you could have told me that it was like a 20 year age difference and I still don't even think I would. It really depends on the person. Like obviously there are times where like I see couples and I'm like, that's strange. You know, that let seems a little odd, but I don't know them. So I, I don't know what they're like. year olds kind of have the mental capacity of like 25 year olds. So I feel like it probably just like you said, person to person, it's different. Some 23 year olds are more of an old soul and they walk through life like a 40 year old. So, you know, yeah, teach their own. I would say like, don't uh, overanalyze it too much and create something that it's not. Yeah. Agreed. This was so fun. I'm like really oh, sad that this it. is over. Me too. Well, wait, this it's was not so fun. over yet because I have one curveball for you. Ooh, okay. we love a curveball. came in that I think you will recognize. Okay. Ready? Oh, geez. Hi there. I have this sister who I keep trying to reach out to, and sometimes we're really close, and other times she hates me. And I get she's really busy, but like a call back would be great. What is your advice? <laughs> Is it okay, I love sister? you. Bye. <laughs> it's my sister. Wait, that was Georgie? Yeah. <laughs> I did not recognize Georgie's I voice. I recognize the area code. Wait, no, I knew the second the no, I, I knew the second I heard her voice. But like also <laughs> We love you, Georgie. What she's been talking about because she does call me all the time and I just like never answer. But I know she's calling me because she wants to FaceTime Hartford. And it's like I'm not in the mood to FaceTime right now. Or like me and her I'm not in order to get me on FaceTime, you have to, it, there's like a solid seven minutes out of the day when the I'm, same. when I'm ready to fucking FaceTime. Like I have to be at home, comfortable, not look completely ugly because I can't, I, it's not about the other person seeing me look ugly. I can't stand to see myself in the little corner looking ugly. I can't have a conversation with somebody knowing that I can see my little face and I'm like, I am disgusting. So like, and then I also, Hartford has to be in a good mood, like in the right spot. Like it, it just, it takes a lot for me to be able to FaceTime. And I've told my mom this, I've told my sister this, I've told my family members this, that like, I am not a FaceTimer and they don't fucking listen to me. Those bitches FaceTime me like multiple times a day and I never pick up, never. And they never, ever stop. It's because they love you at your best and your worst and your ugliest. And- <laughs> 
they <laughs> are here to talk to you no matter what. But I am 100% the same way. We are the same. Like, good luck catching me on a FaceTime. Sorry, fam. Seriously. Oh, my God. Bradley, thank you so much for yes. doing this. I can't wait for you to do this again with me. Um, you guys have to go follow Bradley if you are interested in all of, like, the cool hair shit. Um, your account is Hair by Bradley Leak, right? That's it. Follow At me. Hair by Bradley Leak. Is it the same on TikTok? Yep. Yes. Check it out. Um, he knows what's cool, you guys. And I trust him with my life. My hair is my life. What can I say? He's going to be the first person to cut Harford's hair. He cuts Bo's hair. I'm not cutting her hair for a year. You know, I won't know. Like, yeah, I'm not touching. But yes, I'm the only one who's going to cut it. Don't get it twisted. Um, I love you. Thank I you. I love you so much. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Yes. I love you. Love you. Bye, guys. Bye.